This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. everybody just before you listen to this episode i'd just like to bring your attention to a patreon supporter program that we do have that i'd like to encourage you to join if you haven't done so already if you go to patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod you'll find details of how to support the show and how to support this content you'll get lots of extra bits and pieces in return so again head over to patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod if you want to help support our content and help us grow and get even better. Thursday, 9th of November, 2023. In this evening's show, we are previewing the Saturday's big Lancashire stroke Greater Manchester derby as the pool made the short trip to Harwich to take on long-time rivals. Bolton Wanderers at the Tough Sheet Community Stadium, as it's known these days. Uh, we'll also be briefly catching up on the FA Cup win against Bromley out on the weekend. Just gone. I'm John Aspinall, and this is Seasiders Podcast Match Preview Show. Not done one of these in a while. Bolton Wanderers versus Blackpool. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Seasiders Podcast on a Thursday. We're actually doing a preview show for once. We only do it when it's the big games these days. I think we can all get ourselves up the big games, and that's why we didn't do a Fleetwood one. Uh, it's the first derby match of the season, of course, isn't it? Of course. As I said in the in- uh, on the links I posted, proper proper derby. Having a pint tonight, just orange. Said to, to uh, Nick in the uh, green room, had a retro tea, Xavier Minson mash. Nick's there. In is he there in spirit? Are you there, Nick? He's just a black <laughs> avatar at the moment. Um, I am here. Yes. Is- good evening, everyone. It's good to be back in a way um, on your back on my back yeah which is why you can't see me because sitting in that podcast chair for an hour or so is uh, is off limits at the moment with all the uh, the physio I'm having and stuff so I'm uh, I'm laid out but still able to contribute hopefully for all those in the know this is the podcast Kevin Stewart <laughs> I've not been out that long bloody hell <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just got some sad news. Nick's actually sadly passed away, and you know, of his in- died of his injuries. And this is actually an, an AI Nick I have created. I haven't got 
got through to working out the graphics yet, but um, as you can just see the black uh, screen in the white. It might talk more sense. You could have like an avatar thing going on, couldn't you? You know, like Max Purple. Could reinstate the quiff, Tim. I know you were complaining about that the other day. So. I, know I was, yeah. We've been missing the quiff, haven't we? <laughs> I, it's like I want, I want to, you know, flock of seagulls. Uh, is it every, every time? Every time I see him, he reminds me of uh, uh, the uh, certain songs from that era. <laughs> AI quiff. Can we, can we inform Dennis in the comments on YouTube? The Fleetwood isn't a derby because there's no history behind it at all. Basically, you know, there's history between Preston, Bolton, Burnley games. There are three, three derbies. Preston is our biggest game, and then Bolton or Burnley, depending on where you come from, really. But uh, Fleetwood is a non-existent derby. Thanks, Dennis. It's just a local game, isn't it, mate? A local game, yeah. A local game for local people. Where does Bolton rank then? It's up high for me. For, yeah, for those of certain, it's, it's... for those of a certain vintage, it's used to be the derby, didn't it? I think during the set during the seventies, in particular, we didn't we didn't seem to play after about seventy three. We didn't play Preston much, did we? For quite a long while, and uh, and then obviously we had the unfortunate. Instant in '74 with Kevin Olsen, which I think sort of um, polarized views somewhat, shall we say, in relation to uh, that fixture. Um, but well, certainly, I mean, now when I was when I was going through my formative years, we 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 did other than the FA Cup in '82, we didn't really play Preston very much, uh, apart from the Anglo-Italian Cup. So, but Bolton was a regular fixture all the way through. Uh, the uh, mid to late seventies. I think one of the last really big crowds of Blackpool before the tennises dropped off was Bolton in seventy six. I think when they had about twenty six, twenty seven thousand on the on on uh, Bloomfield Road. And um, yeah, I, I went to Bolton loads, but we never seemed to go to Preston at that stage. So I think that probably for those in our um, uh, you know the, the, the our golden age of our fifties will. You know, when we were when we were teenagers, it was Bolton, wasn't it? I've never. Yeah, I agree. I think for people of a certain age, it's it's Bolton's probably up there with Preston, um, and then probably some of the younger lot. We had we kind of maybe a bit more with Burnley when we played them. I mean, that was still early nineties then, wasn't it? When we had a few big games with them, we were only only talking about that the other day. The, the game at Turf Moor, when I think we took about 7,000. But Bolton, it's, like you say, Tim, because of the history, um, it, it's certainly up there for for a lot of Blackpool fans. Who okay. can forget Russell Coughlin hitting the oh. Normid stand? I think it's still in orbit, that penalty. <laughs> R.I.P. Russell sadly passed away, didn't he? He was a good player, though. He was a tidy player. Yeah, he was. He was. I liked him as a player. Was. I, rem- I remember that game at Burden Park with the Norman Sands. Blackpool fans stormed the catering uh, kiosk. And I just remember an industrial-sized bottle of tomato sauce, like cartwheeling <laughs> across the terraces over everyone's head. And sausages 
They don't know how they got into the sausage. I remember people throwing sausages at each other. Oh, that were the days. Eh? <laughs> I think he's in, in my in my eyes. Preston was the uh, is is Preston is the big one, and then and then comes. It's a close second. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and Bolton's big Derby's Wigan really. So you know, although it is a a big game when they're playing us as well. Yeah. To both teams travelling numbers to each other, I think. They or they might have a problem travelling in numbers to us, might they? Okay, so we've got we've got Ryan in trot chat just waiting in the wing. So um be bringing on Ryan soon. He's from um, Bolton Podcast. Just very briefly, just before we crack on about with the Bolton real quick five minutes, let's just quickly go over Romley nil, Blackpool two in the FA Cup. Um Jekyll and Hyde once again, Tim, quick as you can. Yeah, we've 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 said this, haven't we? It seems to be a um, a regular feature of our, our games. Uh, I'll, looking at the positives, um, I think we scored two fantastic goals. Um, uh, Kwasi was um, heavily involved in the link up for both. Um, he set a, a ball. He set a ball off Dinty for uh, Lavery that was very much reminding me of Jordan uh, Rhodes's pass for Lavery at the Fleetwood game. And uh, what I will say about it, when I've looked, looked at the goal back, he reminds me of Michael Owen in his prime, the way that he finished that that shot. Um, absolutely sublime finish. So well done, Shane, for that one. I think he's starting to hit a bit of form, which is good. Um, I won't take anybody else's thunder by commenting on the Dembele goal. I'll leave that to somebody else. But um, equally impressive. You want to take that, Andy? Yeah, it's, well... One, one. Well, he had that bit of a turn from the towards the touchline, and then ran in and played the one-two with Kowasi, didn't he? And uh, um, what the commentator horrendous ball from Kowasi. I don't know what And uh, and and he sat on the half volley through keeper's legs, and thanks very much. And. I'm wearing my body warmer tonight, and if our manager doesn't start Dembele against um, Bolton on Saturday, I'm going to have a ceremonial burning of the body warmer. Or are you going to turn up to Bolton with nothing else but a body warmer on, Andy? (laughs) So, Critchley, if you're listening, you you don't want to to inflict that on anybody, so please, Critch. No, 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 no. Don't do it. Just, uh, obviously, uh, obviously, um, we then come come out second half and bloody, we're awful, aren't we? Well, the voice of of reason is back with us. So, Nick, obviously, we were superb in the first half. Like we're going to score a hat. We were and very passive in the yeah. second half, to say the least. We were. I was thinking, you know, their, their manager said at half time, "Oh, it's a dangerous. It can be a dangerous score too. No, it's a bit like being on sixteen in pontoon, just stick or twist." And really, for me, the performance to a certain degree was secondary. It's the first round of the FA Cup. We're away. We're on telly. It's a non-league team. It's a plastic pitch. The cameras were there for a reason, weren't they? And it was to see an upset, not necessarily to see us get through. So it was more about just getting the job done, however we did it, and being in that hat on on Sunday afternoon or whenever the draw was. And it was job done in the first half with 
two very well taken goals. I agree with Tim about Lavery. The way he, he opened his body up and finished it was superb. And and Dembele, great skill and a, and a great finish. So, you know, they've probably come out with a bit of, not a rocket at half time, but, you know, the manager's probably said to him, look, you've got nothing to lose, go for it. And, yeah, we, we weren't great by any stretch of the imagination, but it was job done and we saw the game out. You know, you look at, other teams in that first round, Swindon, 7-0 down at home to Aldershot. Portsmouth got beat on the telly by Chesterfield. You know, the, the reason the FA Cup is the FA Cup and it's called the Greatest Cup competition is because of all the shocks you see over the years. You know, Ronnie Radford and he was the guy for Roy Esdo who uh, Wickham signed off teletext and got them into the quarters or semi-finals, you know. It's a famous cup competition, not just because of things like the greatest final of all time in 1953. It's because of upsets. So, it for me, it was just about getting through, and we did do. You know, we we don't often have cup runs, do we? And we've got a reasonable draw in the second round. So, I think it's as much as we can ask for. Yeah, I think I endorse that. I think I, I actually thought we were going to hit a banana skin on Saturday, and we didn't. Mm. Oh, we did change our personnel, I think, around 55-minute mark. I think Lavery and Kouassi both went off, which I think took away a little bit of our attacking threat. And, and um, you know, on another day, Bromley might have scored one, might have scored two, if, if we were very unfortunate. But I think we did enough, and that's all you need to do. And, you you know, they, you then start wrapping up the players that you need for Saturday in a bit of cotton wool rather than risking them, particularly on that plastic pitch where, mm-hmm. listen, we... We are the king of um, king of injuries, aren't we? Are this club we could, we're top of the league. So um, the last thing we need is is anybody else going. And you know, Rhodesy was quite rightly um, kept away from that game. And and I think it's also right that you take away those those two when you don't need them any longer. Uh, you know, Dougal's suspended, unfortunately, and we can only hope that that uh, Ollie No No Burns um, uh, much maligned neck is going to. Ease itself in time for Saturday. I thought Lavery as well. <clears throat> Lavery played, obviously came on half time at uh, Fleetwood, and then played played well, and then um, carried that on. Seemed to have got a bit of confidence from getting a goal against Fleetwood, and and then looked really good first half. Okay, yeah, we're in the bag. That's all that matters. We've got decent draw, haven't we? Absolutely. In the second round, Forest Green or. Scarborough, yeah, yeah, that at home, yeah. So let's hope that. What we need to see now is some proper pricing for that game, because we don't want it to be a damp squid with three and a half, four thousand there. Because Forest Green aren't going to bring many. Scarborough might bring a few more. I would have thought if they get Scarborough will bring quite a few if they uh, if they yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, good we want it to be a proper game, don't we? And and it, pricing, I think, will be quite important in this game. So. I think you're watching the club get it sorted. I fear, I fear, fear they might have lost their chance. Scarborough, the Forest Green scored really late, didn't they? Um, I've like not even the scores. Aren't yeah, I think it's one apiece with, uh, but but Forest Green scored right at the end. I mean, right. it was in, in injury time. Okay, um, Nick mentioned classic FA Cup finals there, 1953. Obviously, um, the day that's actually in our memories, and this was Blackpool versus Bolton Wanderers, and, and as if by magic, a Bolton Wanderers fan appears. Welcome, 
Ryan, thanks for coming on, mate. How are you doing? Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Thank you. I'm not bad. Yeah. And just to put this in context, my pass uh, I shouldn't say this too much, but my password for some certain account is is uh, Paul 4 Bolton 3, and my number plate has got 53 cup written in it. So um, I think you know where my, you know, um, uh, what, what game we all hark back to when we look back at games against yourselves. Well, I think we have to go back that far. For it. We, well, I know we do, I think, don't we? <laughs> we haven't won at Bolton for a very long time, have we? So no, I think not. I've never seen it, put it that way. We won 3 1, I think, about 86. Nick, Nick you, you, you'll back me up with this, won't you, when we played five up front? Yeah. And we won. played five up front. I, I was just a uh, twinkle in my dad's eye. That's that. yeah, it was in the old Burden Park. Old Burden Park. And I, I, that's a, off the top of my head, that's the only one I can remember. There was honestly the 90s on a Friday night, I think it was, but it was the. It wasn't a league game. It was whatever the um, Freight Rover, Sherpa van, whatever it was called in those days. Um, I think we won 3-1, but certainly in the league, it, it's Burnham Park or um, the newer ground in whichever, whatever it was called. It seems to change quite a lot. But, I, yeah, it's not it's not been a happy hunting ground for us, that's for sure. Maybe now it's called the Tom Sheet Community Stadium, Ryan. We may have a chance of getting something. The, the, the Tom Sheet Community sheet. Stadium, what's that all about? Well, to, uh, they're, a, they're a local company, basically, and um, we, obviously when you first hear the name after having like, big brands like Macron and Reebok. It's not as iconic as the Reebok, is it? Oh, no, no. <laughs> the, the, the very rich people saw and they, they're putting money into the club, so if you're a bit of a, a money haul like myself, you're not too bothered it, or to get used to it. <laughs> Well, at least it wasn't sponsored that, by Home Bargains like your shirt sponsored for a few years no, ago. We've had all sorts floating around, to be honest. So I was, yeah, that that it, you could have the nice, nicest shirt in the world as soon as you whip Home, home Bargains on it, it'll paint it completely. So <laughs> we, we had we, we had, had prize busters. Oh, so. you had uh, prize busters. Uh, yeah, we had prize busters. Yeah, well, was or something. That was Wonga. Yeah, Wonga. That's it. Who who could forget uh, Rebecca's jewellers Preston as well when that was, <laughs> so was there was an uproar. It was Preston to, to start it. with, yeah. Yeah, they had to change it to Southport, didn't they, because of the uproar. <laughs> <laughs> whatever happens, whatever happens at whatever whatever stadium we're playing at on Saturday, I think both sets of fans don't want us to repeat of the last game we played there. No, uh, I think it's what has it been? That was it twenty twenty last time you guys came to us? And I think it's uh, is it a Monday yeah. night or something? Yeah, we were a very good night live on Sky. Very so- different team coming out the like the the end of a, a risk of administration and all that. You know, yeah, I'd like to think we've uh, we've changed changed a lot since then. I'm I'm quietly confident. When you look at our numbers at the minute, um, obviously great winning record at the minute. We've only lost lost one. In the last eight, and uh, yeah, uh, and we're scoring goals and we're winning games comfortably now as well. So, I, I mean, I said that before the Wigan game, and you saw that how that went for us. We got battered in our own, own backyard, four 0 So, yeah, we well, got a bit bad form against. I won't. I mean, I don't whether you class Carlisle as a derby, but most certainly it's a Northwest derby, and they brought came down a big numbers, and they did you as well, didn't they? 
They did. Um, luckily, I managed to um, not go to that game. I made, for some reason, I couldn't make it. And I've never been so happy that I've had to miss a home game. Uh, yeah, that 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 is that is a result we'll look back on if we're, we're three points away from automatics and think that that was one but we've missed out on we've missed out on that. Okay, Ryan, there is actually going to be a bit of a structure to this. It's not us just throwing oh, random yeah. random yeah. random stuff around. I said I was just starting. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Ryan, you're from a podcast called Trotters. Is it Trot Chat or Trotters Chat? Um, Trotter Chatter. Trotter uh, Chatter. We, 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 yeah, we, we shorten it to Trot Chat for ease of uh, ease of use. When you're down with the kids, it's Trot Chat. That's it. We have umlauts above our O's and uh, A's as well. <laughs> <laughs> so just a bit about yourself then. Um, how have you spotted Bolton for and why? You know, the cliched question, why are you a Bolton fan? So... I only started watching watching football myself in sort of like like eleven or twelve, and I went as a neutral. Um, so my family aren't Bolton fans, um, and uh, I just got dragged in. I just got dragged in. Started going for the bought a season ticket as sort of a chance to go out and, and watch some live football. And then the next minute we're in an FA Cup semi final. We're getting relegated from the Premier League, and, and you just suddenly get invested and. It, it's nice watching your local team, the community around it, and yeah, and uh, let's say it's been a roller coaster, uh, and that roller coaster really sort of attaches you to the club. I think, as you've just said, there, you, it's good to spot your local team. Obviously, we're um, fully behind that. Um, we're mm-hmm. all Man United fans or of Blackpool, and I'm sure there is around Bolton, but they will never experience the roller coaster of emotions that supporters of teams like ourselves will experience. They'll never have relegations, they'll never have promotions, they'll never have the hell that has been put through by terrible owners and then the joy that they're gone. So I think they're missing out, aren't they? And it's it's a it's a thing that we can't I don't know how we tend to forget it, don't we? That we're more privileged really than yeah, Premier League fans uh, in that way. Myself doing doing what I'm doing as well. It, it it feels like I'm actually making a difference to the club as well. Like you, you, you do a podcast on Manchester United, no one, but unless you're Mark Goldbridge, no one's going to really notice. Um. So yeah. Um. The the elation of going up uh, and then going through all that with nearly not being a club anymore, uh, and then getting these owners and building our way back up. That experience at Wembley, like. It, it, it means so much more. Uh, most Bolton fans shed a tear when we won in that Tim Pot trophy, the Papa John's trophy. And it, it just showed that, that that tiny cut, which no one really cares about, what it can can actually mean uh, by winning that. And look at us now, we're, we're knocking on the door of the championship now. Tim, obviously, it's uh, something that's very close to yours and all our hearts, the, the ownership issue. It was um, very... It was, very dodgy for Bolton at one stage as well as ourselves. So don't, think, don't think we were as far gone as they were, really, were we? Yeah, financially, I mean, to be fair, Bolton, for, I think for many years, sort of lived the dream, wasn't it? But it was on the back of um, loans that the owner made. And then um, you'll have to re- you'll have to remind me, Ryan, what was he called? The guy, the guy who came in and it was a classic example of what everything that's wrong with football ownership. Is it Ken? Oh, Bill, yeah. 
it was to the guy afterwards, um, yeah. Ken. I remember, I remember his name in a minute, but he'd been disqualified as a director <clears throat> for an incredibly long period of time, which uh, the period escapes me now. But I remember when we were fighting our corner and I was, I and others were pushing for football regulation. Um, I used to use him as an example of somebody who should be nowhere near a football club. And he basically, he was just in it to make money um, and try and flip it. And then he didn't flip it because uh, he couldn't at the time. Um, you, you went down this very dark, deep hole that obviously took you a long time to get out of. And, and it's rather ironic this week. We've actually got, and I'm going to mention it, um, King's speech the other day. Football regulator being appointed is basically now a commitment and it's got cross-party support, so even a change of government next year won't alter that. And it's well overdue. Listen, you know, people will say in our forums, I've seen our forums on Twitter, it doesn't matter because we're sorted. Well, it does matter because um, you're only one owner away from a disaster and, and we've been there, you've been there, and it, there's a whole litany of clubs have been there and it's great you've come out the other side because... The last thing we want to see, rivalry apart, is is clubs like clubs our rivals struggling to the point that you were. And I'm sure I'd like to think that I think even Preston fans ended up feeling sorry for us. Um, so um, we've come out the other end, hopefully both of us. But there's other clubs who haven't yet, and uh, that's what the regulators needed about. And it's about stopping nonsense like changing names and changing colours, and you know, and and so. Um, you know, this, it, it works at all sorts of levels, and um, we need it. We, we, the, the history tells us we've needed it, and you needed it, we needed it, and it wasn't there for us. But hopefully, from at least 2025, it will be. So, um, well done for everybody's campaign for that, and uh, it's brilliant to see you back, by the way. I love that. You know, I'm really looking forward to Saturday because so, I mean, you're getting like twenty thousand a week, aren't you? So. We're bringing twenty-two k fans, I think it is, um, the attendance. Yeah. So it should be a well. We, we're going to bring at least four, if not five. So yeah. you know, it's um, uh, it, it should be a cracking day Saturday. Unfortunately, I think our, as we're going to go on to discuss, I think our midfield is going to be like the uh, the parting of the Red Sea, um, because we've got everybody. Everybody's any good is out injured, so um, it's going to be difficult, I think, for us. But Ollie, Ollie Norburn's obviously. He's, he is a Bolton fan, isn't he? So that's a, a bit of a blow if he's not going to be playing. He might have been up for that. Might, yeah, but might have... I've not watched a great lot of Blackpool, if I'm completely honest, this season. I've, I've, I've seen your results come in. I've seen that you're scoring a lot of goals. And I've also seen that you can see a lot of goals as well over the past few weeks. So that, that does bode well for us. I think we're riding a wave at the minute. Uh, and the way we play in sort of at home... I think we could comfortably pick a team apart who's potentially weak in midfield. Um, like I said, I don't want to be too confident. I never like to sort of put myself in that position. But um, you, you could be the team to make or break this sort of uh, this wave that we're riding at the minute. It'll be, it will be interesting. Um, Rico uh, Santos, I'm sure you're aware of him, our big, big centre-half. He's been keeping more strikers quiet this season, I'm assuming... It'll be Jordan Rhodes and is it Lathery play up top still? Yeah, I'm assuming he'll be able to keep either of them quiet, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. So you're very confident, have you noticed? Mm-hmm. I'd hope they the the last they've won five in a row. Rocks, I think. <laughs> five in a row, I think you've won, haven't you? Third in the table. 
So yeah, we, yeah, we, we, the base of the only loss we had in eight was that that um, that Carlisle game, but the wins beforehand weren't as comfortable as I would have liked. Like we we did win ugly for quite a bit, but since the international break, we've got our injuries back and. Uh, we are playing some good stuff. Like we, we went to Charlton and Wickham, and we got the job done there. We we won ugly at Shrewsbury on Tuesday night, and um, which we we don't normally do. I think people know Bolton as a very like glossy champagne football kind of club, and when things get a bit a bit nasty, we tend to sort of shrivel. Um, so we are showing showing signs that we 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 can do it this year. Um, right, so right. I, um, Ian Everett mentioned that you might have some. Injuries? Is there yeah. is there anybody who's likely to be out that we can attach some crumb of hope to? Um, actually, even on it, no one that key. Um, Aaron Morley, um, big midfielder for us last season. Uh, he's taken a knock. He might might not might not feature, but he's not really in favour at forever at the minute. Uh, getting Jones, uh, one of our centre backs, again, I don't particularly rate him. So um, we, we'd probably play Will. Will Forrester instead, um, and uh, Kyle Dempsey, probably one of our better players, um, but he's been out injured with a back injury, and and Andrew Fields been coping fine without him. So unfortunately, there's there's not a great deal of good news. I think we there. You've got um, I was Cameron Jerome. a midfielder. We'll lend us a midfielder. <laughs> we'll we'll rock up with ten, and you 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 lend us a midfielder. No, no, I don't think that one's happening. Sorry, you can have Ebert for a bit. <laughs> well, I mean, I think <laughs> I don't think we should. You know, we're not going to go there. I think we'll go there with confidence. It's from what we've seen in the league. You know, we went to to Oxford, didn't we? We were second, and we had them pinned in their own half for the last twenty five minutes, half an hour. You know, we've had some good results, so I don't think we, you know, we're, we necessarily need to be going there thinking, "Oh my God, this is how we're gonna, you know, how we're gonna win this game." We we well, feel in confidence. Um, you know, we've got players who, particularly like Dembele, who, you know, if he starts, um, he can he can unpick a defence. I don't know if you saw the, I know it was a, only um, against an on-league team, but the goal he scored the other day from um, against Bromley, he's a hell of a player. Whether we can get 90 minutes out of him yet remains to be seen. It tends to be... Yeah, the starts and comes off, or he'll come on from the bench. Um, I think, like Tim Mill John said just before, Norburn, if if he's fit, he makes a massive difference in that midfield because um, we're out and we have struggled, um, particularly just for someone to keep things ticking over, um, which he does really well. So, fingers crossed if he can make it, that you know that can make all the difference. So, I, I think we'll go there still with. You know, with some confidence, it, it maybe depends on how how Critch approaches it. Whether it's kind of be cautious for the first half an hour or so, or just do you know what, go for it. It 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 may well be from what we've seen so far a bit more of a cautious approach. But um, you know, we'll see. I'd be, we'll I'd be gobsmacked if we don't go for the cautious approach. Nick, to be honest. The thing is that yeah. that's the way, that's the way everyone teams to play in our place. We've capitulated when teams have come at us and, and got in our faces, like Wigan did that uh, as a as a good example. Um, we're happy to let teams run around in the first half and pass around them, basically wearing them out for the first forty five minutes. So the cautious approach may not be 
the ideal approach um, for bowling at home. Yeah. You listening, Critch? <laughs> yeah. Take note, Neil. This is his modus operandi for pretty much every single game, Ryan. So, fingers crossed right, he's okay. listening to this. Um, <laughs> so, Tim Tim's mentioned um, Ian Everett there, uh, Ryan. Obviously, uh, first question is, what's the football and how well regarded is Ian Everett and were you aware of his kind of legendary status amongst the, the Blackpool fan base? Because he's, I um, won't be surprised if he gets a chant at one point or a rousing re- reception from the Blackpool fans. Yeah, well, I was going to ask you, actually ask the question what kind of reception he was going to get. Um, he's, um, you could tell he's a young manager. His naivety throughout his early stages of, of, of management as a, he said the wrong things at the wrong times. He'd be quite hot-headed. But, uh, what like, Ryan, that. just for example? <laughs> well, he's, he's, I've seen him be sent off for a few a few times at the touchline. Um, that's a good... Uh, he's bust ups with players and they've ended up never never playing for the club again. But on the other side of the coin, he's um, for a guy who's sort of a, a big centre-half who, who's been known for sort of uh, using his body and uh, heading ability and, and his strength. He's, his football style is completely the opposite. He's um, he, he's a self-proclaimed football snob. Um, it's all about uh, playing the game exactly how he wants it to, keeping the ball, being neat and tidy with it. Um, it kind of it kind of frustrates some of the older fans seeing the the centre halves knocking it between each other, but. But yeah, that, that that's the way he likes to play, and 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 uh, we argue sometimes he doesn't have a plan B because he wants to stick to this philosophy. Uh, but but at the end of the day, it's worked. It's uh, and he knows what he wants, uh, and he's got and his sporting director as well uh, works with him to to build this team. What what's got us uh, third in the uh, the uh, in League One at the moment? So you mentioned this philosophy there. Um... Is it sort of rooted in this four-two-three-one formation I've I've read about and I've uh, I've read also on Wikipedia, Wikipedia on it. This is true. He prefers to play an attacking possession-based football. Um, with Barrow Eves team is nicknamed Barcelona due to the attacking football they played. And it will sometimes of Barrow Salona. Yeah, yeah. So he 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 was playing this kind of football in the national league and. Um, and uh, and League Two and and basically our owner Sharon just said like do what you need to do in in, in he had to bring in the right players to get it to work um, three at back wing backs um, then you've got your, your three in midfield and two strikers is the way he's gone with he, he started off with wingers uh, and then as he sort of brought in the players that he wants to bring in he, he's ended up playing this and it's pretty much stuck he's I think he's changed formation maybe once. Uh, for about two minutes at Crinton Stanley. Uh, but uh, the philosophy is is basically him and the owner are very close and they've, they, they, they've both sustainably built up Bolton Wanderers, signing players on a free, selling them on. Uh, I mean, all, only just now are we buying players with, with actual money rather than like tran- free transfers. And uh, and he's very, very bedded in at Bolton. Uh, we discussed yesterday on our pod why other clubs weren't coming in for him. And I think... He's pretty much a closed door. He's got shares in the club. Him and him and Sharon Britton are very, very close, and he's sort of built building a dynasty with Bolton. I, I, to be fair, just Ryan, uh, I saw him at, um, I, when I was involved at the club before um, Simon took over. Um, 
I, I went up to represent the club at Barrow pre-season and, um, and the way we had Barrow playing football was absolutely fantastic. And I, I must admit, I was quite, and I know they'll think I'm the only one, I was quite disappointed that when we came to um, uh, appoint a manager that we didn't look at him. Instead, we, we went looking at Grayson, which for me was a retrospective step where for me, ever, and I think he'd have jumped to the chance of coming to Blackpool at that point from Barrow. I think it became a little yeah. bit different, different when he'd gone back to Bolton because he was, he was involved in a project there and he still clearly still is. But I think you've got yourself a great young manager who, who you know, he's got his flaws, but I think his philosophy's right. I think he, you know, he spent a lot of time on the... When he was at Barrow, he played a very much like Holloway-style game where the centre-backs were switching play, which is what we used to do a lot at Blackpool when we were attacking teams in the Premier League. And he was doing that, but obviously he's evolved since. That was when he was starting out, and no doubt he's evolved his style as he's learnt things and, and thought about the way he wants to do it. But incredible the way that I mean, we, I think we beat Barrow 3-1 or whatever that day. But to be honest, they were fantastic. They could easily have got a result out of it because th- they played football the right way. And that's what you want to see for a manager. You want to see somebody who's going to entertain, who's going to create chances and and, and go out to win games. And I think that's what Everett's all about for me. So I, I think you, you're quite lucky, I think, to have a manager like that. I think he's... Uh, um, I don't, you know, it's never good. Pardon the interruption. Normal service will be resumed shortly. This is just a quick message to say, if you're enjoying this content, I would like to say thanks for this podcast and the many others. Then please consider joining our Patreon support group program where you can donate a small monthly amount to help support this content and help us pay our bills to do so go to patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod there are several tiers you can support us on starting from the price of a pint per month and upwards and in exchange you get this annoying advert removed from all audio pods and also everything ad free on the audio you'll also get access to our patreon supporters whatsapp group which is good fun and other random giveaways as and when they come in so please do support us patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod let's get back to the content see you later be boring is it with him (laughs) you could you couldn't have uh, hit the nail on the head any better he's it can be frustrating at times, but uh, if you look at what else is out there, we, we're in a good position with a, a dedicated manager who's trying to trying to do something with the club. And and, and at the end of these track record says it, it's it's only been upwards so far, and it's still going upwards. So um, ride the wave, I suppose, for now. Okay, Ryan, um, tell us about your strengths and weaknesses of Bolton's squad. Well, who are the danger men should be looking out for okay. tomorrow? Um, so I get asked this question quite a lot and last season you would have asked me and I said we had like Premier League Lawnees, we had like James Trafford from City, we had Connor Bradley, we had uh, like Kieran Lee who played Premier League football. Um, we're a little bit different this season is in we don't have as many stars but we're, we're a lot more balanced. We're, we're playing as a unit and I think that is our biggest strength and Everett's got everyone playing exactly 
in the right positions. No one's like filling in, and 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 that's the way it's. Uh, it, 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 that's why it's working. Uh, Dion Charles obviously bagging goals for fun this season. I think him and Blackpool. Him and Rod, yeah, it's him and Rods are sort of um, <clears throat> close to each other there. Um, even when he has a bad game, Dion Charles he bags, and that's what you want from your strikers. Um, Josh Sheehan having a brilliant season. He's uh, he's got a Wales call up. Um, very silky footballer, uh, pick a pass, uh, and he's learning to get used to the more physical side of the game, which helps. And and you carry on that spine down. And as I mentioned before, uh, Ricardo Santos, very very cool on the ball. Always seems to have that extra yard on his uh, on the strikers and. And in, 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 I don't know what he's still doing in the league. To be honest, I don't want to say his name too much until in case somebody notices that he's still in. But yeah, that's that. They are our best players um, at the moment, I would say. And we give Dion Charles away. And I was madness. For the right team, it works. Uh, our weaknesses here, um, have been that we. we we're not making it easy, basically. We will uh, we'll play a great first half of football, and then we'll not replicate the second half. And then uh, it's, it's it would just be frustrating. There's no particular thing that I can pick out. We've just not made it easy at the minute. Things are going very well, so I can't complain. But we, it, it, all the women picking up the win. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's been a very, very frustrating season so far. Sound exactly like us, don't they? I was going to say, it's I interesting, isn't it? I talk about being the Jekyll and Hyde team and, you know, playing well in one half and not replicating it. It's, you know, maybe that's just football. You can't always play well for, for 90 minutes and we're still a work in progress. We've played some very good stuff and and some not so good stuff. Or certainly in the season, we were knocking it about from the back, going across the back four to midfield, going back to the back four and we had a couple of nil-nils. It was quite frustrating and you were struggling to see what what the game plan was but we've evolved a bit since then and obviously Jordan Rhodes coming in has made a massive difference because you just give him the ball in the box and he puts it in the back of the net he's he's one of the best I think natural finishes we've had in a good while at the club probably since Kevin Phillips so he's made a massive difference and then well, it, it probably will be Lavery up front he's also played Kuasi as well who's a, a young lad um, very physical um, so he's another option as well. So I think he's got the makings of a of a decent game. Hopefully, yeah, I, I think there'll be goals. Put it that way, because uh, we, we're not keeping up our amazing defensive record, which did us so well last season. That like, I think we we conceded the the, the least goals out of the, any team in League One or the, something around that. And 
yeah, we've been a little bit more leaky this season, so I'm expecting an interesting one. I think I predicted 3-2 Bolton, so um, we'll see. We're conceding a lot and we're scoring a lot at the moment, aren't we? Not 4-3 then. No, 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 no. I'd like to think not. I don't think that, that poor little ticker can deal with that, Swiffer, so... I think the difference the difference is that we're probably both both a little bit frustrated, but you're you're seeing games out, and whereas we're not three three two up at Fleetwood, and they score an in you know an injury yeah, time, then you've got Charlton where we were two 0 up, and you'd have finished that game off, whereas we we concede two and and it's gone two all, and so I think it's just a bit about that ruthless edge that. You've probably got, and we haven't. Uh, that was when, that was your That we we that's that's where we came short last season. We we were the team who would let these results go, um, and it shows progression again. It shows shows that we're going in the right direction. Do you think Evo's put plans in place over the summer then to kind of eradicate that slipping, letting games slip at the last minute? And he's yeah, got some, yeah. Well, we we had we had some very like clear issues. Um, Lack of set piece goals, which basically is going to players. Uh, well, if you if you if you score a set piece, you, you get so much money. And I think with he's out of pocket at the minute. Um, be, being a little bit more physical and in these games, in these smaller teams, because that's where we dropped all our points last season. A little grounds, uh, and and yeah, just just seeing the game out, seeing the game out. It's interesting. So, Tim's obviously mentioned. Four three there, Ryan. Um, that's which one were you? You were you were talking about the FA Cup final, Tim, weren't you? I was. The... Well, I was, but of course in the Premier League. Well, we that's, did yeah. Except obviously we were never. None of us were around then. Tim might have been, but that's no, a joke. Um, I don't know if you saw that game, Ryan, in the Premier League. Um, when oh, obviously our only season in there. I remember it well. Yeah, um, it was like uh, it was like a Sunday League match, wasn't it? It was. Uh, it was very bizarre. It's one of the greatest games I've ever seen. That. It was. It had everything. What a game that was! Um, so yeah, we've had a we've had a few memorable games over the years. Um, what's which other ones kind of stick in your memory, if any? So um, we the Warpath one when we came and we had. To, I think you needed a a win to get in the playoffs, and we were almost yeah. Oh, we were two 0 up after like ten minutes. Matt Phillips and. Yeah, a keen keen warning. He's had already left, and uh, we ended up playing a young man called Rob Hall in a in a, in midfield, uh, and never never heard of him. Uh, and that that was a that was a tough day. That one. I've been to Bloomfield Road. I think it's the, the ground I've been to the most. Actually, uh, it's never been an amazing game, to be honest. Uh, but I, I I have seen I've seen a lot of Bolton v Blackpool. Um, that is the one that sticks in my head. Obviously, being a a younger football fan. No offence. <laughs> what the really nice in my head is, the, is actually the one at your ground in the Premier League where we absolutely battered you. And it, we were 2-0 up and then they come back, don't they? In fact, Evo uh, scored in that game. Evo scored, didn't he? I'm sure he, he did. He might well have done, but honestly, we're all, uh, we should have been about five and yeah. six still up. <laughs> and then, and then the, we, we, and then we weren't kamikaze, typical Holloway. Yeah. We, Went all out and then Kamikaze defended and and we ended up drawing a game. And again, if we'd won that game, we'd have never we wouldn't have got relegated. 
That's basically what happened all season, though, for that, that Premier League year, wasn't it? And he got oh, yeah, all over the place. I remember it very well. It was it was entertaining. It's with Gary uh, yeah, Taylor. It was them. I remember it. Charlie Adam. Right. So, it, so can can I, sorry, can sorry, I Andy, go on. One, yeah, yeah, go on, Andy. Can, can I give one downside to Saturday? Go on. Thirty quid for a Division One game. League yeah. One. So it's because thirty of the quid. It's the nature of the beast. Unfortunately, it's not just Bolton who's doing it. Um, we're paying those silly prices as well for uh, awful ground, some with no actual cover from the rain. So it's, it's, uh, it's becoming more and more common, and I think that's another thing that needs to be addressed. This is, this is where this is where Tim and the regulator come in, because <laughs> you, 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 you shouldn't be paying £30 to watch League One. It's not Ryan's no, fault, no. Andy. Come on, Rob. What are you going to do? He just let it on the ground. Bag of sheet. You go into a Premier League ground. Be nice. <laughs> tough, tough sheet, Andy. Tough sheet. Yeah, I'm See what I did there. I keep mistaking it for bag of sheet because that's, that's, what, that's what all the Man U fans call them at work because We've got more Man U fans. I only work up the road from your ground, Ryan, and uh, All right, um, yeah. and like obviously there's more Man U fans than there is Bolton fans, but it's uh, that's why they call it. So, <laughs> and and they but I, 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 I'm going to suffer a hellish evening working with a Bolton fan that's going to the game on Saturday if you beat us. Um, so, um, God help me. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> okay, just before we we go, Ryan, we'd like to get your your thoughts on the, the game, how it's going to go, and give us a match prediction. Will it be tough sheet for Blackpool at uh, four forty five tomorrow? So um, another thing, sadly, quite the sorry, in front of um, quite large crowds, we um, we seem to have crumbled in the past. It's just been a bit of a a bit of a bad omen. Uh, it's going to be a very large crowd. Uh, my heart says that Bolton will win. I don't think it'll be a comfortable game. Um, my head says don't get too excited. But I'll stick with my three, so I think there'll be a lot of goals and I think I'll need a lie down afterwards. You need to be more poker face, so if you actually want us to believe what you say. I'm just not going to smell the on my face. Oh, he's got a grin as wide as a Cheshire cat. <laughs> Come and drink his cider. <laughs> Ryan, can you play midfield? <laughs> I can try me <my> best. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, I'm sure it'll be a good game nonetheless, Ryan. So uh, thanks thanks a lot for coming on, mate. Appreciate your time. No problem at all, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Thanks, Ryan. Cheers, Cheers Ryan. Cheers, Cheers. So, sounds like exactly like if we do play the way we're going to play, which is passing it along the back three for the first half. It's not the way to approach the game. And that's the way we've been approaching every game, have we, pretty much? So maybe this is the day when Critch finally finally throws that curveball straight from the start. Who thinks he's going to do it? What's he going to do with I think he'll start him. I think we'll go for it and... I'm going to give you a prediction. I know you haven't asked for it yet, John, but 2-1 to Pool. 
Are we doing predictions? Yeah, go on then, Tim. What are you thinking? Three uh, 0 defeat. Yeah. <laughs> should we do this after we've picked our team? Imagine. We should do really, yeah. shouldn't we? Yeah, we'll do after our team. Yeah, wind that back. I think I think Nick is back starting to hurt you, see, so he's trying to rush you, rush you along did, a little bit. Did Diazzy Pam's kicking in? You had your couple of Diazzy Pam's. Get a couple of tramadols down your neck as well. Come on, let's let's get you high as a kite. Come yeah. on, Nick. I've had this you... many pills since the early days. <laughs> get your inner Kevin Stewart on and you could be blaming midfield, Saturday, mate. <laughs> right, it's that time of the evening where we pick our team. Our team, Tim, remember? Our team. Yep. To beat the Horwich Wanderers tomorrow. So let's get there. On Saturday. Oh, God. I keep thinking it's Friday. So I've got a day off tomorrow. I've got a day off work. I'm in weekend mode already. Daz, you can't, Darren, you can't see Nick because he's lying in his bed full of pills, uh, <laughs> which is why he's um, he's not he's not on the video. Say well, you don't want to see me. You've seen him enough, Daz, over the years. You don't want to see him anymore, do you? Yeah. Right. Uh, Mark GT, Collie at left wing, wing back then. Maybe not. Maybe not. So, goalkeepers... Is Dan Grimshaw definitely? Grim is in. Is it a game for Rich O'Donnell? No. 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 Yo, Grimmy. I don't think Grimmy's been brilliant the last few weeks, has he? I think he's 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 spilled a couple, but I still think he's um, the number he's one. Number one. Any doubt about that? No. Should we have our graphic as a three-five-two, as a five-three-two? Five-three-two does look very negative, doesn't it? Yeah, leave it like it. Yeah, is. okay. Don't give Critch any ideas. <laughs> right, defensive line. Has Marv done enough to retain his place? He was very good against Bromley, but I don't think he's. I don't think we've got any choice, have we? Casey's still out. Yeah. Casey suspended. Yeah, suspended. Yes, I, 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 I think it's right. I think he will, but we just the distribution is not good, is it? Which is the is the issue that we've got to cope with. Yeah, I think we should have Pennington in the middle. I think there's an argument for that. I don't. I, I think he'll. I think I don't think he'll do it. But I hear what you say, John. Do you want Marv? Does, do we all want Marv as the central defender in this three? No, yes or I no? I don't think if he played Pennington in the middle, Marv doesn't play because Marv can't play on one of those wider ones. Let's just get Jimmy in just to. I think Jimmy and Pennington are in, aren't they? It's just a question of. So, what's your other option? Your other option is Connolly. Connolly. What about Connolly? You'd have to play Pennington in the middle and Connolly. Yeah, that works right, for me. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Unless unless you, you go Connolly in the middle and, you know, he's played midfield, plenty of times centre midfield, hasn't he? Mm. So, but I don't think that'll happen. I think he'll play Marv. But this is our team, Andy. I'd go for Connolly. I know. We're in the middle, Tim. Yeah, I would play Pennington middle, Conley on the round. Yeah, I would. Andy, what would you do? I'd, I'd probably, 
in hindsight, looking at it, I'd probably go the other way around. Nick? I'd actually go a four at the back for this one, but that's another story. Well, I'll I with two, but there you go. We can we we can do it. We want to well, go four I, at the back. Personally, I see. I would I would have, I'd have Marv in, but I'd want him in a four, not a yeah, three. yeah, same. Yeah, me too. Yeah, should we do that? But I know we're not going to change the system. No. So are we? Is that just like? It's all right putting your own plays in, but if we're going to change the formation completely, then it's all going to go tits up further up. Yeah, I think I you need to. You probably need to stick to what the likely formation is going to be. Okay. You, you're putting the players you think you would prefer in because we know it's not going to. Ha- it's not going to happen, is it? Matt, well, all right, Nick, come on, give us give us your thoughts then. I, I'm going for Pennington in the middle and Connolly the right sided of the three. What would you do? Yeah. I'm I'm leaning towards the same. I think I get totally get the point with Marv about distribution, and we know, you know, the longer he has on the ball, the worse it can be. He's got time to think about it. But the the flip side is he is very good at the defensive side of things, which first and foremost is what he's there for. And this could be a game where we're going to have spells where we're up against it, throwing bodies on the line, and and Marv's very good at that, as we saw against. You know, Bromley the other day and many other examples. So it was Bromley, though. No, I know, but I'm not. He, he's done it his whole career with us, hasn't he? You know, he defensively, Marv, if you're talking about just defensively, he's probably one of the first names on the team sheet for, for what he does on the defensive side of the game. Mm. But this system doesn't you know, lend I'm, itself just to. No, it doesn't. No, doesn't. He's, you know, he's been out, he's been on the bench for a while and. I know he's come back recently. Um, go with go with Paddington and Connolly. Aaron de- is actually. I think I think Critchley likes Marv. So if 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 there was any doubt as to who's the best in the that he should be in the three, it'd be in. But he isn't in, and it's because I think Critch knows that he doesn't just doesn't work. He does not work in that three. I agree. We happy with that then? Pennington, Connolly? Well, uh, speak uh, now or forever hold your peace. We're all in agreement that Marv is not good in the three. Yeah. But I still Um, think, as someone said in the comments, I still think he will play. He'll play. He'll play in the middle. I know he'll play in the middle. What Uh, did you say, Tim? Sorry, then. I'm just saying, uh, people say in the comments, Marvel player, I think he will play, but obviously we're not picking the team that Critchley's going to pick. We're picking ours, and I wouldn't pick him in a three. I'd pick him in a four, yeah, and I'll play a four. But, That's, um, this is a good point uh, from Mark. Marv needs someone strong in midfield to receive the ball from him. Who will that be on Saturday? I wouldn't risk Marv here. Absolutely, yeah, it's a good point. It, it again point. comes back to Norbin's Norbin's fit, doesn't it? Which he won't be. So he's definitely not in that. Right, that's that's our three. That's our three. Okay, um, wing backs. Let's start with you, Nick. Your thoughts on the wing backs? Uh, CJ. And I think he will be in. I know he was pretty well shackled against Peterborough. Um, but prior to that, I think he's probably had his 
his best spell of form in a Blackpool shirt for for a, for a good while, just in terms of you know the impact he's had on a number of games, rather than sort of one in four, five, or six. Um, so he would he would certainly start for me. I don't know if anyone would would disagree with that. We need him. Yeah, I think we need him. I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going for Dale on the other side. Hundred percent. Yeah. Doesn't matter what you say, Andy. Three already. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> right, this I is going to be the interesting I, I, bit. I, well, I don't see what the choice is going to pick Connolly at right back. Well, he's not right back, is he? Right. Well, right, sorry, defense. sorry. Right, right side of the central defence. So, like, I think he'll pick he'll pick Marv in that back three. Um, with Pennington and husband, and I think he'll play Connolly at left wing back. No, he won't. I do. I just hope he, he doesn't. Won't. He won't. I'm surely sure not. Second, uh, <laughs> honestly, don't second guess him because my. I think he will. No chance. Probably do it just to spite everyone. <laughs> right, chaps, midfield. Come on, hit me. What are we doing? Well, this is this is the one for me. If if Norburn's not fit, I would play Connolly in midfield. I w- hope Norburn's fit. It's not a bad shout, yeah. Play. yeah. Right, I'd play Connolly as uh, centre mid. Kenny's oh, going in. Let's be positive. Let's be positive and hope they've Norburn's not said he's fit. not he's not fit. So let's keep fingers crossed that he is and put him in. With Kenny. Well, Kenny's, Kenny's not Kenny suspended. Kenny's oh, suspended, oh shit, he is, isn't he? God. I remember at Fleetwood Game actually being quite pleased that he got the yellow thinking, oh, he'll miss Bromley. Yeah. And I, yeah. I didn't realise he'd changed the rules and said the FA Cup games uh, now don't count. It only counts for only counts for Reds. So oh, Casey okay. Bromley counted for Casey, but not for Dougal. Because Dougal was a tot up of yellows, oh, I didn't. I didn't know that rule. So, I just, so this is this is Casey's last game as his, his suspension. Jensen Weir could be this gear, the game for him. Well, I think you got to play Morgan. I think. I think assuming Norman's fit, he's playing. What's the word? What's the official word? I don't think he will play because I don't. I don't think. I think Critchley said he's getting there or something. But he was getting there two weeks ago, so I'm assuming he's not fit. So come, come on down, Tashon Oakley Booth. Oh, please, if he's, if he's playing my thirty quid's going like throwing it in the bin. That's I think Morgan's, Morgan's done quite well the defensive midfield spot, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So I would, I would go Morgan in the middle. Um. With with um, Carey and then I'd 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 chuck Dembele into the mix. Yeah, I like the sound of that. That's assuming Norman's not fit. I think you do, but then then it'd be Norman Morgan, and I'd probably then you've got a toss up between whether you go with Carey to start and bring Dembele on, or vice versa. I think Dembele. Actually, think Carey's been doing all right recently. He's been getting his shots off, and he's playing quite tidily for me. He's starting to shoot. Yeah, yeah. At Fleetwood, I'm, he couldn't I'm, help himself. He had a few shots blocked. 
Obviously, he got a couple. He's just like wanting to get shots away. Good on him. More of it. Should we sh- should we assume Norburn's playing then, or not? I think, I think he yeah. isn't going to. I don't think he will play. Or fit rather. I think you would assume he isn't. Yeah. Well, Dembele's got to be in there, hasn't he? Or has he? Has he got to start? Surely. Well, he. he, he I think he has. He, he does if Norman's not fit. He does anyway for me, Tim. He does. Out of midfield, please. Dembele starts with Dem- Dembele and Morgan. Morgan, Lee. Yeah. Yeah. And Ke- it's got to be Carey. Carey. I'm yeah, thinking Carey. Else. Are you not going to play weary ahead of Carey, are you? No. Not at the moment. Yeah. It's still a bit worrying from a kind of defensive Yeah, you're right. Though. You're right, Nick. It is. Oh, it is. Well, that park. It is, yeah. Yeah, but who else are you going to put in there? Well, I know. Well, well you, you slide Connolly forward, don't you? It's going to be fit, so put him in. Because otherwise, it looks bloody worrying. Maybe Connolly's got defensive point of view. Maybe Connolly's we're doing that, and we're just going for it. And you know, Connolly into midfield and Marv then into midfield. Con- Marv at the back. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm not having Marv in the middle of that three though. He can go on the right, and he'll have to be in the middle if he's in that three. Why? Yeah, uh, he won't go on the right. Oh. Just put Norburn in it. It's solved the last Devlin. Because we'll be here till midnight, otherwise, we'll be back killing. <laughs> There's a lot of hate in the comments for Connolly playing full stop. I don't quite get that. I, I mean, don't. The problem is that the, the negativity is based in playing at the left. Left oh yeah, back, yeah. Which is fucking shite position. He's not. He's not left footed. He's not a winger. Right, so we're going to go for it in this game anyway. Bollocks to sitting back. As uh, Ryan said, they can just pick us off if we're on those teams that just play around with it. Let's just go for it. Let's go at them. Where's Sonny? And there he is. Like, when we 5 nil up at half-time, people we'll, we'll will score more than you. worry about. Yeah. And then we'll come out second half and you'll see us into our morph into our normal self <laughs> so Rhodes and Lavery mm. see I, I've still got a bit of a call for Kouassimi because he, had, he didn't play well set, um, set against, both set both up didn't he for yeah he didn't play well against Fleetwood in the first half for me but sometimes it's about the quality of the ball that comes into you as well um, and you know you saw when he came on against Peterborough what a bully can be. Um, and you also saw against Bromley how he can link players. He can link play well. So I think I think all three of them will play. I think Jordan will play the whole game unless there's a reason to withdraw him, which hopefully we don't even have to think about. Um, and so I think I think both both Lavery and Kwasi will play. It's just a question of who he starts with. Talk about I, stating I the obvious. Well, it is, it is, it is. But um, I think the point I'm saying is that they've all got a part to play. I would be tempted to start with Kowasi. Not for me. me. Not for me. I'm going with Lavery. I think if they play 
a possession-based game and knock it around at the back, I think he'll want to play Lavery and get in their face and try and harry them. That's why I think. Harry's just said I would play 4-4-2. I think a lot of us would, would carry. Uh, Harry, sorry. Um, Mark said... Any chance of you being manager, Harry? The Kwasi for strength with so lightweight. What can we do, though? Jason Wake. Mick talks about the epic away sport lift of the boys. Uh, Mick, I can't remember a game where we've taken four or 5,000 away other than Preston once, uh, where we've actually got a result where we've taken a load yeah. away. It seems to work against us, if anything. It does. Yeah. Right, we're getting a bit off topic, aren't we? We are, we are just dealing with the Rhodes obviously up front. Yeah. Rhodes obviously up front. Yeah. Got, we got, Nick, your thoughts on the foil for Jordan Rhodes? Yeah, I can I can totally see what Tim said about Kwasi and, and where I was talking about their centre half being quite commanding, so you could argue then that, you know, Kwasi might be a match up for that. But I do think Lavery at the moment, he looks a bit like the player prior to, was it Blackburn he got injured against back in the championship? Um, you know, he was absolutely flying before that and he looks to have got, looks to have shifted a bit of weight and, and looks hungry again and, and quite pacey. And I take Andy's point about if they're, if they're playing it across the back, you know, Lavery is great. He's a, he's a terrier, isn't he, for, for chasing balls down. So... There's there's very strong arguments for for both. It, it's a and other with Rhodes, isn't it? Um, it might also depend on that midfield. You know, still think we should put Norman in. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Lavery. I think he'll start with Lavery and Rhodes. Grandy. I, I I sort of agree with it. If if on on the form and and the what's going on but I do also take the point if you've taken Marv out of there and you take Kawasi out of there who's defending the the box at set pieces Paddington Connolly Karamoko Dambella like we we look we look we look like pretty weak at those by the way you wouldn't plan to see a scoring from a set piece there, would you? I was and doing that's the that's the thing that that that's the thing that might well have, have to come into play. But you know? let's let's now let's finish this forward line first, Andy. Um Yeah. My two penneth is if Dembele's playing, he's great at slipping players in. And I'd rather see Lavery slipped in with these brilliant through balls that Dembele makes than than Kwasi so on that basis Lavery gets my vote I trust Lavery more to finish and I trust him to get on the end of him because he's quicker as Nick said he looks like he's back to his fighting weight again so I, Lavery gets my vote to play with Rhodes Andy I mean I, I sort of have agree with you it's just it, the only thing I worry about is there's been a lightweight and like Carey and the other midfielder, whoever that may be, Norburn or uh, whoever, have got a hell of a lot of pressure on them there to to be very tight defensively, and that's not Carey's game. Carey, he, Carey's been brilliant going forward, but he struggles to track his runners. 
Who are you picking up front, Andy? Lavery. Tim? I've already made my choice. Kawasi. 3 1, I'm afraid. Yeah, no, it's fair enough. I understand that. Do we want to tweak this before we go? Yeah, put Norman in, please. Because <laughs> <laughs> it does look worrying. It looks a good tie going forward. I mean, that team would have to take the game to Bolton. If we play that team, that would have to take the team to Bolton. Yeah, we sit the game would get absolutely battered. Absolutely battered. You get torn apart through the middle, don't you? Yeah. That's the way we want to approach this game, though, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but I think you've also got to be a bit... Loads of people are saying get rid of Connolly. Shall we give in? Put Marvin. No. <laughs> You're going to play Marvin in the middle. He's not going to play him on the right. So you get... right, yeah, Marvin playing in that... Marv isn't playing in that middle, so afraid not. Marv, Marv will play on Saturday in the middle, and we all know it. Unless we switch to four three three, or four two four four two, shall we switch then to four three three? Two out, then we'll up, be up to two hours to get this. And then pick well, it's not because it's quite easy because you've sit Marvin the, in the in the four, uh, and and then and then you get then you probably lose. Um, well, it depends. You know, I'd probably take Carey out in person. Yeah, I think that that sounds and looks a lot more sensible. Let's change it then. Not Dale at left back. We have to change. Well, actually, moment. you might lose Dale. You might actually end up losing yeah. Dale. Yeah, but we do. Yeah, yeah. Nice, Marv. Okay, this is a bit harsh on him actually because he's been playing well, but needs must though if we've got no midfield. Mm-hmm. So Conley at right back then. Uh, yeah, that have Conley at right back. But Lions, have Lions, Lions. I'd have Lions. He's a threat, man. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Who's in our midfield three? As is. No. Um, Hamilton would be forward, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah, I think you're going to lose Carey as well. I'd, I'd I'd push Hamilton into Carey's position. You, you may have to go four four two realistically, won't you? You would have to. You'd have to that because that midfield looks shy. So Lions in for Connolly. You've got Hamilton in twice at the moment. So you've got to push Lavery up into. Um, you got Hamilton. You got Lavery up on on the uh, on the right hand side. Sorry, on the on the on the, on the left hand side of the forward. And, and I think and then you bring Dembele more out to the right, wouldn't you? And as a floater, yeah, yeah, you might put. Uh, what would you do then? Put and yeah, then well, you depends. We got Northern, another midfield, Northern, and then you. If we got Norburn, you play Norburn, and if you hadn't, then you either you either got to go back to Carey or you play maybe play Connolly. You've got. You've got to be solid in that midfield at at the start of the game. I would have thought if he if he if he's taking putting dead belly in the anyway. is that as good as it's going to get? 
pro- pro- probably, yeah. What about Carrion from Logan? Because what you can do with those, that, that to a certain degree, those the back, the back three, Lions could push up a bit and the back three could sort of cover for him and then that allows Dembele then to move into the centre a bit more. But you can't sure really, really show that in a formation, can you? Carey from Morgan. Harsh on Carey. Uh, it is harsh on Carey, but we need the defensive side of it. I don't. I just don't think Norman's going to play, so I think Carey is in anyway. Um, and um, if Norman was playing, we wouldn't have swapped. The no, no, anyway. we wouldn't. Want to what the fuck is that? <laughs> We're saying, I'm, gonna I'm going in a minute because I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> okay, the whole point of change. Let's put Carrie back in then. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. There we go. Do I not like that? But who knows? Uh, it, it's like about making the best of it. It's like you're trying to make a silk purse out of a sales hero, aren't you? Mm. Well, we're not picking the team anyway, so it doesn't really matter, does it? Thing is, if they go out there with a positive attitude and go for the game, whatever formations played, look, there's the, the there's players out there to win the game. You're right, Mark. I'll bring some of my tablets. We'll all you'll love it. We won't care about the game then, will we? No, you won't. <laughs> How are you going to send a coach for an hour? Um, uh, I'll worry about that on Saturday. I'll just take some painkillers and probably stand up. To be honest. Um, just before we go, yeah, Mark, there is a mild air of panic about this selection yeah, process. It's called, it's called not having Casey, not having Dougal, probably not having Norburn. <laughs> Three of our better players this season. Yeah. Along with Hobby and probably Rhodes. Antonio, Maybe. we're not going there. Who's on the bench? We're just not going there. I think we've, no. No, we've done enough this evening. Whoever's left. We've, we've done enough this evening anyway. So that's our team. Uh, just before we go, anyway, uh, match predictions. Uh, for, uh, I'm going for 3 2 Bolton. 3 0 defeat. I'm going to have a head and a heart. And my heart desperately wants us to win working where I do. And I love us to win 3 1. And my head thinks we're going to get battered and I, I fear fear that we're going to lose 4-1 but my I, my heart really wants us to win well my drugs mean we're going to win 2-1 I'm looking at it positively I think it all depends if Norburn's fit or not yeah it probably massively does yeah but like I said earlier, you know, it's not like we're we're in the bottom three and we've not won a game in ten. You know, we're we're a decent side when we play, and we've shown it against, you know, supposedly one of the better teams in the division. I know Peterborough then gave us a bit of a lesson, but again, even in that, it was fine. Live that that could have gone three all, and it ended up four two. We we're always risky on the break, weren't we? Because or they were because. We were pushing forward, so I don't think it's a brilliant league, and we we should go there with any fear. We've got to go out and unique lying, lying in your bed with a big spliff. Why are you saying that? 
might as well be tablets. Yeah, I think we should just go for it. Just, you know, Wigan beat them, didn't they? They're not with Barcelona or Real Madrid or anything. No, Carlisle beat them in there. No great shakes. Only there, up and down with their, their, their results. So, Hopefully Critchers watch those games. <laughs> and and finally, it can't possibly be as bad as that nil-nil under Simon Grayson. No. That was horrendous, wasn't it? Let's it not, was the, let's oh, not end thinking about that. No. That was a planes, trains and automobiles journey for me to get there. I was at Piccadilly Station, I was working in Manchester, couldn't get to the ground. Couldn't get in any trains. Yeah, so I got got redirected to Wigan. That was the only station. Then I had to find a cab that broke down and I had to get a lift off someone. So I'm like John Candy. Right, I think we'll call it a day there, shall we? So, um, yeah, thanks for joining us, everybody. If you're watching this on YouTube... Saturday. Come on, on. Please like and subscribe to the video. Um, If you're on YouTube, plenty of people are watching this but not subscribed to do that. And, uh, yeah, thanks thanks for joining us. Thanks for downloading another pool. Come on, pool. Come on, 4-3. the pool. Just before you head off, I know you've just enjoyed what you've listened to. Of course you have. Why not consider joining our Patreon supporter programme for the price of a pint per month? You'll get extra bonus content in return. You'll get no ads on the audio pod. You'll get faster releases of the audio pod. You'll get it before... The, uh, the Great and Wash does. And also, you'll be saying thanks for these uh, brilliant podcasts, and you'll be helping us pay our hosting costs, our streaming software costs, uh, electric, that kind of thing. So, yeah, it'd be greatly appreciated if you could support us, patreon.com forward slash Seasiders Pod. Price of a pint per month, and you also get access to our um, WhatsApp patron supporters group which is a good laugh we've got a nice community going on in there and you'll also have access to uh, competitions and giveaways when they do happen so yeah please do consider signing up and supporting us that url again patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod and if you don't sign up you're a see you later thanks for listening Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.